The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen Podcast. My name is John Abraham. No, you're not. Yeah, it is. No, we're listening to the we're the, those guys with Chips Community Report. Jimmy, who's been doing this longer? <laughs> I'm sorry, John. This is the Those Guys with Chips the show, the Versecast Community Podcast, and I am a great introductioner person. <laughs> And I am uh, Jimmy Croker. My name is John Two. I know I go by another name a lot of times, but how do you spell John Two? Is that T O O or T W O? With with threes, I spell it with threes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a fast and loose intro. We are Those Guys With Ships, and this is episode 40 of our community podcast. Today is August 11th, 2945, Standard Earth Time. Thank you again, Mr. Ronald Jenkins. We have yet another new intro-outro song for our community show, too. Yet another two. There's, is it, what's, what's the opposite of double negatives? Is that like a triple positive? I don't know. Yeah, quadruple a positive? Double entendre. It's not that. It's not that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds fancy. It does. Um, and the song, which is fancy, is called Magnetic Moment. And it is off of his 2012 album, Days Away, which can be found along with all of his other fine musics at the www.ronaldjenkies.com. I picked the album up myself. I'm not sorry I did. I like it. There's a lot of really good songs on there. There's some songs that you probably have heard before. I'll say no more. And some songs you probably haven't, which you will enjoy as well. So I thought check you it were out. saying it was fancy by Iggy Azalea. I'm so fancy. Stop it. Is that how it goes? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just a guy named John that pretends he's a small furry creature because that was a happy time in his mind. <laughs> Wind, wind Commander. You know, if you switch the, the letters around, you can. You, it's Wind Commander. I like it better. I think it sound, sounds funny. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. I, I watched the movie. I did too. I and, haven't yet. Oh, oh. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Not yet. No. Wow. Um. Uh. Well, I also went to a good old games and I picked up the first couple of games for like three dollars. Yeah, um, that's what I did too. Yeah. I mean, a while ago, but. Space kittens are evil. That's all I got to say. Yes. I liked the movie, actually. I did, too. I did, too. I mean, I, I had it no... was very expe- enjoyable. No expectations for it because, you know, you've heard so many people uh, bad talk it. I mean, I think it's... I think it has all the makings of a fine B-movie cult classic. 
Interesting. Yes. Okay. And it's kind of unique. I mean, there really aren't space movies that are sort of military, like in space focused, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it kind of made me feel sort of the same way I feel when I watch Starship Troopers, although it, I don't think it's quite as cheesy as that movie. Um, but it, it, I enjoyed it in a similar fashion, let's say. Would you say it's, it's on par both story and acting wise, or would you say it's worse? No, it's on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> uh probably on par. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cause I, I liked Starship Troopers for what it was. I thought it was a fun, silly little movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's over the top. It's definitely over the top. And um, uh, I think, uh, actually, uh, John, do you um, were you aware of Chris's cameo in that movie when it happened? I I think I was. He's like um, a, a dude in a ship for a second. He's a guy in a ship, yeah. Um, oh, he's a guy, not a dude. <laughs> well, I, I like to feel this sort of kinship with the man myself, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's, uh, the dude in the ship, uh, when, um, the main guy comes out of the, uh, the jump thing at, towards the end. Yes, I did notice it. Yeah. Th- thank you to, uh, to our squadron commander, Mr. Ace Azamine, who, uh, who pointed that out to me. So for some reason, I thought Mark Hamill had a cameo or was he just in the games? I, th- I think just in the games, but I, I don't know for sure. Oh, Okay. I don't know for sure, but I, I like the guy that played um, his buddy, who played his uh, uh, who was Maverick, and who was the other guy? And Goose, Goose was it? The guy with the white hair. Yeah, yeah, uh, Matthew Lillard, I think is his name. Um, but I, he was. I, I, I'm watching the movie. I'm going, God, I know that guy from like so many other movies, and I don't know him from so many other movies. I just know him <laughs> from one called Hackers. But uh, um, I, I like him because he's kind of like a like. You know, he's sort kind of, a, of an idiot, kind of a loose cannon idiot kind of guy. Yeah, but he does it really well. Wing Commander so. came out what year? The movie, nineteen ninety? Is that right? No, 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 ninety nine, no. ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. The game came out in ninety. Right, right. Didn't it come out the same year as the Phantom Menace? I believe that is correct. Um, so definitely a different experience. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so I just, uh, I think we had talked about it before. I just wanted to report that I've seen The Wind Commander, and I like it. So check it out on the Netflix. It's free for streaming, you know. If you pay for Netflix. Yeah, you know. You've got sunk costs. You're always going to have sunk costs. All right. Well, guys, we got a patch. We alluded to it on the last show, and uh, we had a, a meetup last night. And uh, uh, you know, there were some mixed reports on, on the the um, uh, the successfulness or the efficacy of the patch. I suppose uh, the guys were getting kicked. Um, some guys, some guys, uh, some guys had uh, problems with crashes. I myself have been unsuccessful at actually loading the darn thing. Um, so what's going on? Um, I don't know, but I put it out to uh, to the guys uh, last night after uh, after we got done on the Twitters and also on our website, and we're asking folks for suggestions. Um, uh, John suggested that I just go ahead and upgrade to Windows 10, but then uh, somebody else uh, said that they did that, and uh, now their computer is a vegetable, so I'm really frightened to do that. Um, 
other guys uh, said, you know, I need to look at my firewall settings and uh, antivirus and stuff like. So I'm I got a, I got a couple suggestions, and uh, I'm just gonna kind of you know take it slow and um, see what happens. I did report it to, on RSI, but uh, I have not uh, gotten anything anything satisfactory back from them on that. So I don't know. I'm sad. I can't play. Well, hopefully you'll get that sorted before next Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's uh, interesting how us guys with Windows 10 aren't having any issues. Yeah, but I've you been are fine. on seven. Yeah, I know, but uh, but didn't you didn't uh, Iron Man have problems with 10 when he uh, did the upgrade? Uh, I think he was trying to do it today, and it told him that for some reason he had to reset his whole computer to do the upgrade. So I don't think he's actually gone through with it, but for some reason it's not letting him do just a straight upgrade, which I don't understand. He said that he has, like, he's running his OS on an SSD, and then he's got all his other stuff on a hard drive, which is the same setup I have. Yeah, and I had too, yeah. Yeah, I had no issues upgrading. Like, I'm astounded at how well it went. Um, but, I mean... an OS upgrade, I feel like it's still not, like, it's not the same as, like, updating your phone or or a tablet or something like that, yet. It's still, like, I, I feel like it's still an uninstalling your entire OS, reinstalling it, and then putting everything where it used to be, which is messy, at the least. Yeah. Well, did did it tell you when you did it um, that you needed to have some ginormous amount of uh, of uh, uh, disk capacity to uh, to do it? No, I think it's only like five gigs or something. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Is... And all all I did was um, I just updated eight completely, and then um, once I got the little icon on my systems tray, I just went to the direct link and downloaded it and installed it, and it was fine. Well, I'm gonna be brave. I'm going to be a brave little toaster and I'm going to I'm going to suck it up and I'm going to get it done one way or another cuz I'm going to be back, damn it. I'm going to earn my aggressor badge and and I and I'm going to rent a glaive. Yeah. You do that. You yeah. get out there. You don't let anybody pursue your tell dreams. you no. I don't even, Reach for the stars. I don't even like the glaive, but I'll rent one anyway just to prove a point. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind taking it for um for a test spin. Uh like I actually just um I just rented the Gladius for a week just to try it like to really kind of do a deep dive on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been flying it around a little bit and it's fun, but I don't know what it is about the Hornet. Uh, maybe it's the fact that that there isn't a lot of drift, but I just really like combat-wise uh single-seater combat-wise, I really just like the way the Hornet flies. Yeah, me too. Yeah, if still, I mean, my recollection. I don't don't own one now, but my recollection of it was it was just kind of clunky, just kind of. And I know that that's changed since the new uh, flight model, and then the Hornet. A, yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I, like, I, and John, I'm sure you'll agree with me. I agree, but I think that's what I like about it. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like it's not really that maneuverable. It kind of just feels like. You're flying a tank. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit cumbersome, but the thing I, I I find that I really enjoy that way of of fighting. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's like World of Tanks in space. Yeah, maybe. 
And I, I know, John, you've got because um, I still I'm still flying my ghost, so I've got kind of a pared down, uh, pared down uh, Hornet. But I know that you're just killing it with all the guns on uh, on uh, yours, right? Yeah, I seem to be sort of the top points person in um, uh, what do you call it? swarm in swarm. Um, so I usually usually I uh, in like PvP. I'd usually get destroyed by stag. Um, but otherwise, the weapons are just like... I don't know if it's overpowered or if I'm actually decent at Star Citizen. But I do pretty good <laughs> in my Super Hornet. Well, I, I, I think we all know what the uh, the answer to that question is. Don't we, Jimmy? Mm, it's overpowered. Totally OP. No, no, the other one. What other one? Huh? You guys you guys don't listen. You're like Jared. You don't do what you're told. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and speaking of the, the meetup uh, last night. Oh, we, we last week we brought the the org hanger back. Uh, nothing new this week, but uh it's back. It's still there. We we've got we've got a Merlin. Ben who gave us a Merlin, so we've got we've got that in there now. So um if you're interested in what it's all about, uh, go check out our webpage or our, yeah, is it our, our webpage on uh, Robert Space Industries? Uh, John, what's that, that URL? I know you know it off the top of your head. The org page? Yeah, robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. Check it out. It's got, yeah. information, it's got information about the org hanger in there, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> I should go look at that sometime. All right, but last night uh, we had, gosh, we had must have had like a dozen guys or, or more that came out. We had Ace came yeah. out, um, Avi Physics, I was there, uh, Igloo, Murtok, I think, and Igloo was, I think this was his first time out. He just recently joined the org, um, had, a, had a, so it was nice to see him out there. The return of Spaz, Spaz was back. Yeah, um, finally. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't like his name, I think is what we learned last night, but but it's the name he has. He doesn't like the X7. I think oh. he added it on accidentally or something when he registered for Mumble, when he joined the Mumble server, mm-hmm. which he can change. I'll I'll have to uh walk him through that. Cool. Uh Taros came out last night. He's that uh hardcore physics guy from the forums. He's been a a member of the forums for quite some time and he has had some some debates with Avi out there about uh thing all things physics. Um, yeah, he's and, been uh, giving me some pointers on uh, some programming stuff I'm trying to work on. So, Cool. Uh, yeah, it was his first time out last night, uh, and uh, so we want to give him a big hearty welcome and hope you come out again soon. Uh, and, of course, uh, Stag the Glaive Master. He was out uh, last night, as was Diavolo, Fable Junkyard, Thieving Weasel, and my new favorite name, Obi-Wan Cannoli. That's such a good <laughs> name. Such a good name. And Jimmy was there, too. Yeah, but it, it, it was funny before um, before he came out and played with us. He was in a different channel, uh, Mr. Cannoli, and uh, I think it was Ace was saying, "Oh yeah, that's from uh, a, um, a Sesame Street thing where there was all of these different uh, uh, Star Wars characters, but they were recast as different kinds of food." And so uh, Obi Wan Cannoli was uh, was the uh, the Obi Wan in this Sesame Street uh, universe. And so when uh, the guy popped in uh, to our channel and said hi, uh, he said, "Hey, so you know, it's like the uh, the Sesame Street thing, right?" And the guy's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm a just ta- Italian. I'm just Italian." 
<laughs> so, uh, Mr. Cannoli, if you're listening to this, uh, it was a lot of fun playing with you last night. Please do come out again. So, well, what you know, other than Star Citizen, uh, what have you guys been playing? What have I been playing? Oh, I picked up um, off of the heels of uh, the new Dragon Ball Z movie, Resurrection F, which I saw in the theater last week, and I really liked it. Um, I picked up the sort of new Dragon Ball Xenoverse game on Steam, which is a sort of MMO kind of uh, fighting game, 3D fighting game. Um, and it really captures the action that you see in the show and the movies. Um, and it has a pretty cool, like shell cell shaded, uh, art style. Um, so I've played a bit of that. It's pretty fun. Um, and I, I think it, I believe it was on the, uh, yeah, I got it from the humble bundle. I guess that site is still called humblebundle.com, but they sell games not in bundles now. Um, but, uh, I think 30% of the proceeds for the games that aren't in a bundle still go to charity. Um, and it was discounted 50% off. So I got it for like 25 bucks. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah. So been playing that Dragon Ball Xenoverse, uh, Rocket League, just because it's super easy to jump in there and just play a couple games. I usually play like two or three games every day just because they're only five minutes long each. So that's been fun. Um, that's about it, I yeah. think. Jimmy, you had much time for gaming? Well, I'm killing it on MakeyBot on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> killing it. That's a good boy, MakeyBot on the toilet. <laughs> oh, the MakeyBot on the toilet. <laughs> Um, I cannot get my wife off of the Wii U and away from uh, Splatoon to uh. the point to the point where I kid you not, um, we just put a power outlet in the wall in our bedroom so that we can mount uh, our uh, we've got a flat screen that we want to mount in the bedroom because we just upgraded our living room television. So my wife is like, I'm getting another Wii U. And I'm like, why are you getting another oh my Wii U? God. And she's like, so that you can play too, so that we can have a full team. Because right now it's <laughs> it's her, my brother-in-law, and her best friend, Mike. And she's like, we need one more. We need a fourth. I'm like, you're killing me. She's like, no, I'm going to buy a Wii U. She's like, you don't have to pay for any of it. I'm not going to ask you to split it. I'm going to buy the Wii U so that you can be our fourth. And then we can have a Wii in the bedroom and we can have a Wii in the living room. And my first thought was, oh, you mean I might actually be able to get to play Destiny now? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, yeah. So, besides MakeyBot, I'm just in uh, the negotiation phases with getting my wife off the living room gaming consoles so that I can try and play Destiny. Yeah, yeah you see, married married gaming, it's it's a whole different dynamic. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of hit the, the, the wife jackpot in that respect because, I mean... Every she's she's playing Splatoon right now. I can't get her away from Splatoon. <laughs> she's just killing it. And if if I have pushed a talk on, you might even hear a scream in the background when she's yelling at somebody. <laughs> Good thing there's no voice talking in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, speaking of the Wii U, I picked up uh, Wii Party U, which is like a collection of mini games, kind of yeah, like yeah. Mario Party. 
Um, there's a game on there though, where you have to scoop water from the game pad and bring it to the TV and pour it in a jug. And the person that fills up their jug first wins. And for some reason, this game is really fun. Like I was playing <laughs> nice. with my siblings and we put the, the game pad, um, like a couple rooms away. And so we were running to the game pad and filling up water on our Wii remotes <laughs> And carrying it back to the TV. And there's like an accelerometer in the controller so like you can't spill it. And there's the speaker so like if you if you tip it, it'll spill and you can hear it spilling. It's just like, it's the dumbest thing. Like, you could go out and play this game in real life. But for some reason it's fun. <laughs> it's more fun on the computer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or on the Wii U. Oh, that's, that's wild, man. Just wild. I Easy. bet you didn't have games like that when you were... No, we, we had a can and we kicked it. And we liked it, too. <laughs> we had a can and we kicked it. Come on. You had Pong. I had Pong. I had an Intellivision. I had a wood-grained Intellivision. Uh, I, I had the, uh, the uh, was it the, what was the first one? Was it the 2600? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the one, the, one the, the carpal tunnel creator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my neighbor had Atari and I was so irritated that my dad got Intellivision because we couldn't swap games back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's back when it mattered. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, I, I fear that I jumped ahead too soon because we talked about who came out to play last night, but we didn't talk about what we did for crying out loud. So um, I, I stand, I correct myself. Um, what did we do last night, guys? We, um, I mean, we had the 1.1.6 patch, uh, which uh, allowed uh, folks to do some cool stuff, including uh, play with the glaive. And uh, so it seemed like... Um, uh, though I was not able to participate, I was busy working on show notes because that's important too. Um, Your game wasn't working. That's why you were working on show notes. Well, yeah, but that's okay. I'll, 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 I'll take the credit <laughs> yeah, anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> it seemed like everybody wanted to play Vandal Swarm, which a lot of times uh, people aren't that interested in. So, um, and and why was it that everyone wanted to play Vandal Swarm? Hmm. Everybody uh, wanted that Glade coin badges badge. Batches, stinking batches, stinking batches. Do, do, yeah. do, do you do, have you smelled your badge, John? Does it stink? In fact, my my badge I keep clean. <laughs> my badge, <laughs> I, I keep my badges clean. My badge is exquisite. <laughs> does your ba- does your badge bring all the boys to the yard? I don't I'm not. Reference, but yeah. yeah. Milkshake? No. I can't give it a Milkshake? Yeah. It was kind of a stretch, I know. John, you should know that song. What is it? Milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That song? Damn no. right. It's better than yours. How do you not know that song? You like cheesy pop Is it pop a pop music? song? Yes, I'm, it's a pop song. I sing it. Song. Yes, no? please. Sing it for oh. is it, is it, Sing it. it. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That's right. It's better than yours. That's right. It's better than yours. I can teach okay. you. Now you know that song, um, right? Yeah. You right. play that at the Wait. gym a lot. Wait, so how does the badge get to the yard? I don't know. It was a stretch. Come on. I can't they can't all be winners, okay? They can't all be okay. winners. All right. <laughs> God. Uh, but you know what? We had a bunch of winners last night. Huh? See what I did there? 
<laughs> Very nice. Yes, we had, I think, at least four guys with ships who earned their stinking badges, except for John's, which is clean. Uh, it was uh, John, I believe uh, Stag was the first one to earn a badge. Um, and this badge, of course, we are speaking of is the Aggressor Badge, which allows you the privilege of renting a glaive in the rec store for a mere 35000 uh, wreck and so um, uh, Stag got his and he had his glaive out and was uh, was uh, just cutting the wings off of anyone that would stand still long enough um, or not stand still um, because he's good like that so that uh, me- so that mechanic is working the the using the, the big knives yeah, using the blades on the ends because last I'd heard that, that that mechanic was not working in game for the um, for the uh, the other variant. Oh, for the um, uh, scythe. Scythe, yeah. Scythe, yeah. I had heard that 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 you couldn't do it with the scythe. So, it, so that's a that's a working mechanic now. I uh, I could not see it myself for reasons before stated. Uh, but um, from what guys were saying in the mumble chat, I believe that it is working. That's John? pretty. That's pretty awesome. John, did you see anybody uh, get their wings clipped with by a glaive? I don't think I played any matches with somebody using a glaive. Oh, okay. Well, so Stag, Stag got one. He, I think he might have been the first, um, and I don't think anyone is surprised by that. Um, but then John, uh, the only Jonto, got his, as did Mr. Avi, Avi, Avi Physics and uh, Fable Junkyard. So uh, congrats to you guys, and if there's anyone else, uh, you know, definitely let us know, and we will... Be sure to announce your accomplishment on next week's show because it is an accomplishment making it to Wave 18 in the new, improved, more harder Vandal Swarm. And uh, proud of all you men we are, guys. So is a scythe the thing that, like, the Grim Reaper holds? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then a sickle is, like, a curved thing that's, like, handheld? Like, one-handed? Yes. Yes. Yes, which I'm right. sure has been used in some horror film at some point. There's a sickle in Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah, yeah, perfect zombie weapon. Yes. It's got yeah. good reach. Yep, yep, good for harvesting heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, it sounded like everybody was having fun. We had some problems with crashes and whatnot, but um, uh, still we had a lot of folks come out, and we had some new folks come out, which is always nice to see, and... Uh, the most important thing is we all had a good time and we told really bad jokes and uh, were polite enough to laugh at uh, other people's really bad jokes. Now, has anybody had a chance to actually um, do some uh, PvP with the matchmaking system? I haven't yet. I'm actually really looking forward to it because I want to see how well I'm matched up. Um, but uh, Well, Gleep, I know you haven't, but John, you haven't, you haven't done any PvP, right? Just like on your own, not with the group? No. Okay, because that's that's the thing I'm really curious about. Because isn't that was kind of the big push in this patch was that matchmaking was dialed in a little bit more. I know that Murtaugh, I think it was Murtaugh, and I apologize if I'm getting this wrong, um, had said something about um, being in several public matches and that it was working for him. At least the the that it was matchmaking. I know that we tried to set up a couple of private matches, and I, and uh, we had you know similar issues that we've had before. Um, or the guys did, um, but um, I do believe that it was working um, at least uh, for some folks in the in the public matches. I think somebody actually, I think Jimmy, you asked how it was working, and somebody said it wasn't. Mm, okay, yeah, um, I think I, that might have been yeah. that might have been me actually. Oh, 
Oh, there you go. I was just bitter. I was just bitter. But I you don't even that. know. I know. I'm You're just, just trying to destroy this game. Yeah, it's You're broken. One of those trolls. Go away. With the smart army. Yeah. The smart army. <laughs> smart, not dumb. With not the like smarties. they say. Yeah, with the smarties. I like those. It was my favorite candy when I was a kid. Halloween. I love the smarties. You know what I'm they're, talking about? They're, they're not actually smart. <laughs> Smarties? No. They're just pure sugar. Uh-huh. What's smart about that? Well, different colors. <laughs> the colors make it smart. <laughs> That's right. It was we were celebrating diversity and we didn't even know it. <laughs> Gleep, do you remember uh do you remember candy cigarettes? Oh yeah. Oh, Those are so candy good. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Lucky strikes were my brand. But they were, I, I don't think they weren't called lucky strikes, they were called there something were, else. There were two kinds. There were the ones that looked like little joints. They were like the little skinny ones that were like just pure sugar. You yeah. Remember those? And they had like mm-hmm. the pink the pink tip on them. Mm-hmm. But then there was another one. And I don't know if you guys, like I barely remember this one, but this, there was another one that was a brown log that looked like, had like the same diameter of a cigarette and it was gum. But there was powder, oh, yeah. there was powdered sugar in between the gum and the paper so that when you when you puffed on it, Sugar or you know, oh yeah, uh, sugar smoke would come out. Yeah, I I'll never forget that because I just I think back on that and I'm like, wow, that it's just terrible, it's a <laughs> terrible thing to give to a kid. Here, have this thing that emulates a real cigarette because that's what cool people you like to do is smoke cigarettes. Well, you know, hey Jimmy, we didn't have Joe Camel yet, so we had to uh-huh. do something. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, I always wondered like, why is it so hard to find candy cigarettes? Like, why why can't I get candy cigarettes? Mm-hmm. It's probably not the best impression to make. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when you were a kid, that stuff was already kind of uh, faux pas. Yeah. 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 That's, we, had a ki- we had a can and we kicked it and we liked it. <laughs> and then we smoked our candied cigarettes. Yeah. That's right. We, we were the greatest generation. Because <laughs> we had candy cigarettes. Because we had candy cigarettes and we, I don't know, something... There's a Brokaw joke in there somewhere, but I couldn't I couldn't reach it. I just it was just right out of my reach. All right. Well, um what I've been playing, I haven't been playing a whole lot, but God, I've just been crazy busy. Crazy busy with work and um and life and stuff. But um I have played a little bit more Elite Dangerous, and there are some uh some big changes coming for the Elite Dangerous for the PC version. Um, as well as the uh well, I guess we don't have anything for the Xbox yet. So that's not released at all yet. Is it the the as Xbox as, version? As far as I'm aware, no. Mm. I can't remember when they said that was coming out. Um, well, I know that they have they have said that uh, uh, CQC, which is the close quarters combat, um, is going to be coming out for the PC uh, probably next month. So I guess we're 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 thinking about the same time as um, Star Marine uh, that we'll be seeing the the CQC for the uh, Elite Dangerous and. Um, that's going to be like Arena Commander, isn't it? It is. Although, you know, looking at it, and there's a, a, a video that I'll link in the show notes, um, it, it reminds me more of kind of like uh, Quake 3 Arena uh, meets Descent, if that makes uh-huh. any sense. It's um, it's kind of over the top like Quake 3 Arena was. Um, the trailer yeah. is pre-rendered, though, isn't it? It's like a cinematic yeah, there, well, the 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 reveal trailer that they did um, was, but um, I'm thinking of uh, there's another one that is actually um, it's a gameplay 
uh, video, which is showing the, uh, a ship called the Condor, which is a new ship that's going to be available in uh, Update 1.4. So it's not actually like a promo video. It's actually live um, oh, okay. or, or live gameplay. But um, I'll put that in the show notes. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, it's uh, by a guy named Obsidian Ant. And uh, it, uh, it, it reminds me a lot of, of Quake 3, but, you know, I don't know that again. Happy, happy thoughts from my childhood. So, will you be able to earn credits in here? No idea. No idea how the mechanic is going to work. Um, but uh, it is going to um, um, be available. I think you have to go to a place. It's not going to be a thing that you actually like launch for. Like we do, Arena Commander from a menu. I think you actually have to go to a system and uh, and. uh, get to it that way, but uh, which will make for interesting, uh, you know, traffic problems potentially with a, a lot of folks, you know, uh, lining up at uh, jump points and whatnot to, uh, or there aren't actually jump points, but lining up at stations uh, nearby to uh, to access this uh, this play area. But I, you know, like I say, I, I only I don't follow this game nearly as closely as I do the stuff for, for Star Citizen. So if I'm wrong, I apologize, and please do uh, email us at comms at versecast.org and let me know just how wrong I am, and I'll we'll talk about it on the air. But <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, ED is uh, TBD on a release date for Xbox, but it's basically they're saying end of year 2015. End of year. That surprises me. So it's actually going to launch for PC before it does um, for the Xbox, which is interesting because uh, for the end of year, they had an announcement. Um, and I don't know if it was at Gamescom, but it's certainly been in the last uh, in the last little bit here um, that there is going to be an expansion, which uh, is scheduled to come out about or they believe is scheduled to come out at about the one year anniversary of the launch of the of the game, which was November 16th of last year, if I'm remembering correctly. And uh, this is called the Horizons expansion. And uh, this is going to actually allow us to land on planets which um, is going to be interesting, though um, they're definitely doing the baby steps approach because you're going to be able to land on planets and get out into a buggy, but you're never actually like leaving, you know, there's no walking around. So uh-huh. there's, it's not going to be like a true FPS experience. You're just going to kind of go from the pilot's chair to the um, uh, rover. Or, it's called a scarab, I believe is what it's called. Um, and you uh, then be able to, to drive around and, and supposedly there are going to be things that you can find. Uh, there's going to be, uh, you know, uh, derelict uh, ships that have crashed or, or, or stuff that, you know, there's going to, there's going to be, there's going to be prizes, lots of prizes. Maybe, maybe there'll be glaives. Maybe they'll just be giving away free glaives in elite dangerous. <laughs> nice. Chris, Chris Roberts will pop out of the corner of the screen and be like, you get a glaive and you get a glaive and you get a glaive. <laughs> Uh, so, um, but that's, that's scheduled for the end of this year. I, I yeah. don't know. I just, I just looked a little bit deeper and it looks like you could possibly get the early access on Xbox. Now I don't follow the game at all, but it's like, there's no clear definition of where the game is. And as far as Xbox goes. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, I know, I know, I know people have been playing it. Um, one of the Lave Radio, which is a, a fine Elite Dangerous podcast uh, that uh, I listen to, a lot of fun uh, guys over in the UK uh, that uh, put that together. They've been uh, doing it for quite some time. I think they're in like 70, 73 episodes this week. So uh, if you're at all interested in, in that universe, uh, do go check them out. Very entertaining. Um, but they've been talking about it quite a bit. Um, so. 
Um, and a, a few of the points for the Horizon thing, which I thought were interesting, is that they're going to start selling their expansions in seasons. Um, so uh, all of the, like 1.4 1, 1. is going to be the last release of the current season. Remember, we got the Wings update, which I don't remember what number that was some while back. And uh, there was uh, also an update that allowed us to do stuff with mining and, and other things. But they've been doing these incremental updates all year and uh, since the, the launch last November. And how they're going to do it going forward is they're going to uh, sell an expansion which will grant you access to the updates that will occur over the, uh, um, apparently over the next year. And then uh, a year from then they'll offer you another expansion, which... Um, you know, I suppose it is, is like a season pass in Borderlands. You know, you get, you know, you, you buy a license for all of the, the, the downloadable content. Um, but the thing that, that could potentially be troubling is that in order to play the Horizons content, you have to also buy the base game. And what they've said is that you can not buy the Horizons content and be able to still play like the Wings um, uh, thing in the, what was the, um, uh, what, John, what was the... Uh, the thing where you fight for factions. What was that called? Power play. Power play. And you, so you can still do that with your friends that have Horizons, even if you haven't bought the expansion pack. But then when they go down to the, to the, the planet surface, you you know, like little sadness boy on the outside <laughs> looking in, you can't go down to the surface with them. That's depressing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, unless you, you know, uh, pony up the 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 additional uh, uh, I don't they were talking about forty pounds I'm not sure how much that is dollars so it was like one point three five dollars or something yeah something like that so um uh but you know which you know I I, I kind of get that I mean because like World of Warcraft had that I forget which the expansion it was where um you didn't have to buy the expansion pack but then there would be like boundaries that you just couldn't walk through you know yeah that, you know other people you were playing with could could go to these new worlds but you couldn't um but the thing what is uh, elite isn't even a year old yet is it in, coming up in november okay yeah so it just it just seems like i don't know for some reason it feels too early to start charging for an expansion, but maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I I think, um, WoW is on like a two year, up uh expansion cycle. Isn't right, that what they usually do? Two years, uh, in between. Um, but they have subscription revenue coming in. That's true. Elite does not, and so yeah. they they apparently they have a ten year plan for for the game, and they've got to figure out some way to fund it because they're not you know they're not doing like Star Citizen and raising money that way. Yeah. Uh, by selling ships and whatnot. Uh, so, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be interesting. Like in the third year and the fourth year. I mean, what happens uh, if you get to the uh, the uh, the third expansion and it costs you two hundred dollars to 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 play that because you have to buy everything that came before that. I mean, that doesn't seem like that's going to work. Well, yeah, um, but they have a lifetime expansion pass. Right, and I heard it was something like like a hundred and eighty bucks or something like what? that, or a hundred eighty quid, hundred eighty. Oh my pounds. goodness! It, it was it was not an insubstantial amount of money. I'm looking on Steam where it's like I have my you know I, I transferred my key to Steam and there's there's no information about it at all. So 
I don't um, think on Steam they have any of the expansion or add-ons or anything. You just buy the game and then you do all that through their store. Oh, okay. Well, um, anyway, I think you know for the genre, I think it's it's exciting. I mean, it's because I, I, I think the the game is doing well. I mean, uh, we you know those of us uh, you know in the superior space simulator community, you know, it's easy for us to uh, to look down our noses and say, ah, mile wide, inch deep. Uh, but um, you know what? They've been out for a year and their stuff works. You know, it may not do everything you want it to do, but it works. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it doesn't crash. I mean, you know, it's um, it's a uh, it's it's a working game, so um, um, you know, kudos to you, Mister Braeburn, for uh, for uh, for getting that job done. So um, anyway, you know, following it, excited about it. Um, you know, also kind of excited to see what um, what uh, No Man's Sky is going to look like. Um, you know, speaking of other space games, but um, you know, as far as exploration right now, Elite Dangerous seems to be the 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 most interesting one uh, to my mind, anyway. So, I, yeah. would, I would go so far as to say Elite Dangerous to me seems more interesting than No Man's Sky. Um, you know, in that like they're trying to render uh, the galaxies to be as accurate as possible, um, and there just seem to be a little bit more to do, at least from what I've seen uh, in Elite Dangerous versus No Man's Sky. They seem to be kind of similar in a lot of respects, but it seems like Elite Dangerous has a little bit more to offer, at least from what I've seen to date. I yeah. well I think right now maybe not because really right now all you're doing is flying around and shooting other ships. Okay. Um I think eventually once Elite Dangerous is fully realized um it will basically be No Man's Sky only with more sort of hardcore mechanics I think. Um, it's definitely the more space simmy of the two games. No Man's Sky really is just kind of like a planet exploration game. Um, I don't know. I think they are sort of reaching for the same goal. And I think Elite Dangerous is a little more interesting. And they have, um, they have like structured missions. And I think that... I don't know. It's like I said, the No Man's Sky is basically just going to be a game where you explore. Yeah. Um, That's the impression I got too. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I'm excited for the Horizons update. Honestly, really what would get me, what would make me happy is if I could get out of my ship when I land on a station. Like, I don't even care about landing on planets right now. I just... Like, when I land on that station and I see that there are, like, walkways and, like, trucks driving around inside there, like, I want to get out and just walk around and experience that. And, like, when I upgrade my ship and talk to vendors, I want to actually be there in person. And it sounds like that's probably going to take a while. Kind of like a social module, maybe? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what it should be. Yeah. And I think they're aiming for that and I think they've always well, they wanted yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. But it's not going to be um I and I I apologize if I'm misquoting but I think that I heard on the Lave radio show them talking about that being something that is likely to come not in this expansion season but in the third season. 
So it could be a while for that. Well, they don't have an inkling of walking around right now. No. So that that's not even an idea in their engine. So they have yeah. to completely build all of that stuff, and that'll probably be a long journey. And it's kind of Elite is being developed kind of the opposite that Star Citizen is. Elite started with the ship and just flying around in space, um, and they're slowly moving towards basically what Star Citizen is going to be. Um, while Star Citizen started with the walking around in the hangar, and they right. they sort of got that down first, and then now we're getting into being able to fly ships, and the world is starting to get bigger, and we're, all of the elements are coming together. Got to walk before you can fly, John. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Or or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, a couple of other uh, games which actually kind of came up um, uh, on, on in Twitter. Uh, just guys pointed out that I, I, I made note of uh, the Dreadnought closed beta, I guess, was accepting uh, applications. And I, I know, John, you signed up for that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that game's about. I've just seen a, a couple of short videos and the ships look awesome and they look like big ships. I want to fly big ships. Yeah, it's like a it's like an Armada combat, isn't it? Yeah, it's really slow and really big, like battleship type gameplay. It's um, I don't know if it takes place if if you battle in space because um all of I, all I've seen is like in atmosphere, um but they're really big ships so they move slowly and I don't think that it's like multi crew or anything like that. But uh, there's different classes and. Uh, you know, heavier hitting ships, and but you're not going to be like zooming around in a, a fighter type style. Yeah. Well, so we're keeping an eye on that. I know several of the guys in in uh, in the group have uh, have signed up for that. Um, I even signed up for it. I don't know why, but I did. Um, just because I like signing up for things. You know, it's like I, I go to I go to a restaurant. And they have a guest book. You know, like at the thing. You know, like tells you. I just I just write somebody else's name in there and say, hey, the food was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Drop nice. my business card in the bowl, you know. That's it's it, it's a it's a living. Um, and then uh, our our friend uh, Commander Starlion, who I actually uh, was chatting with on uh, the Steam chat uh, a couple of days ago, uh, sent us a tweet. Uh, John, I think you were copied on it for a game that looks really cool. Um, it's called Everspace, and uh, it's yeah. in Kickstarter right now, and it's using uh, uh, the Unreal Four engine, which um, I think they had talked about, Chris had talked about that they kind of, you know, they had to decide what they were going to, um, it was kind of between Unreal and uh, CryEngine for Star Citizen. And so here's, a, obviously, a, a Star Citizen is going with the CryEngine, uh, but uh, here's an example of a game uh, that is using uh, the other one. And uh, it's visually uh, quite impressive. Um, it's uh, It looks a bit, you know, Descent-like, you know, except you're not inside of an asteroid. So it's very dogfighty. Um, so I don't know if there's going to be any other, um, uh, aspects to it, if there's going to be an economy or anything, or if it's just going to be purely a fighter, but, uh, visually it certainly is, is interesting. And I know a couple of guys in the group have also, uh, backed, uh, that Kickstarter. So, uh, John, John, do you know anything about this game? Yeah, it seems like, uh, it's, it's more arcadey than, uh, your typical space sim. Um, and they're, they're calling it a roguelike, which... I think means that there are 
bad things that happen when you die. <laughs> um, there are ramica ramifications when you die, and you have to... I'm not sure how it works, but uh, I don't think that uh, dying is going to be good. It's, it's not a rinse and repeat sort of thing? No. Um, I... I tried to figure out what how that's going to work, but I couldn't figure it out. But anyway, the graphics look really cool. Um, there's like super crazy blue streams and colorful stuff going on. Um, and the environments look really neat. And supposedly it's going to have like a really deep story, which is interesting for this kind of roguelike game. Um, so yeah, definitely check out the Kickstarter. I think one of the concerns that people had when we were talking about it in the forums, was that uh, they're not going to support joysticks or game pads. Um, really? Unless they hit one of their stretch goals, which I think was like $800,000 or something. Wow. Um, so I hope they hit that so that people that don't use mouse and keyboard can play it. Um, so I, I guess it's it's hard to implement those features in those controllers. Um, so they're just going to work on the mouse and keyboard unless they hit that stretch goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just backed at like the 20 pound or was it euros? I don't know. It was not dollars, but it was only like $22. So it must have been euros. Um, yeah. And that gets me just access to the full game. I don't really care about doing betas and alphas for everything like I used to. I, I can only do so many betas. And I think Star Citizen is the one right now. So I'm excited to play it when it comes out sometime next year. Um, I feel like for 20 bucks I'll probably get my money's worth, even if I don't put in, you know, 100 hours into it. It'll be sort of just like that arcade -y experience that I have on the side of playing Star Citizen. Did you um uh, back Descent also? Uh, the, the new Descent Wingman's. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, be interested to see because that's definitely arcadey. Yeah, Although, I don't uh, know if this one has PvP. I think it's. I think actually they didn't even mention multiplayer, so I think it's just a single player experience. Really? Wow, that's interesting. I don't understand the rogue concept this is roguelike what game is a roguelike i think i think the first roguelike was a game called rogue and i think hmm. yeah and i think the mechanic is once you die you lose like you have to start over at the beginning or something like that oh like did you ever play faster than light Ye no but i know what it is oh, okay because it's like that a great for ipad it's a great iPad game. Um, I had yeah, so I don't understand how they would have a deep story and have a roguelike. So there must be, you must lose your ship somehow and then have to like gain it back. And but you pick up the story where you left off. I, I had a hard time understanding how it's going to work. Well, you know. how new is the Kickstarter? I, I didn't catch when it when it went I live. I think it started like three days ago or something. Okay, so there's yeah, there's a lot that a lot left to be um, explained. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. They they have 30 days to go, and they're currently at about 94,000. So, 
Um, well, cool. Well, we'll keep an eye on these games, and um, uh, you know, because we're we're fans of the genre of the space, uh, of the outer space games, and uh, check in from time to time, and and uh, like these guys keeping each other honest. You know, it's like ah, so you're using the CryEngine, while we're using Unreal. <laughs> Our asteroids kick your asteroids' ass any day. You see, ast- asteroids' ass. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. just no. Okay. Well, Jimmy, I think a, a great man once said they can't all be winners. <laughs> yes, a great man did say that once. Like about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> or a day and a half, depending upon you know which side of the microphone you're on. All righty. So um, speaking of the organization, guys, we are 180 members long. Nice. Long, 20 long, shy. 20 shy of 200. We're not long. We're strong. God. <sighs> All right, um, Victor Blanc joined us. I like, like his application. Listen to the podcast. I like it. Now I'm joining you guys. Not asking. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That's good. You're a member, sir. Um, Change Me said, I found Star Citizen through Eve, ironically. I have an Idris P and a Star G. If John asks nicely, I'll let him borrow the Idris to test its exploration potential during the early PU beta. So there Ooh. you go, John. Yeah, nice. You got a friend with an Idris. Uh, Phenom joined us. He said, hi there. Have the last week been listening to the podcast and love the atmosphere of the group. I live in northern Sweden and look forward to flight training with Ace and the Irish lads. I got introduced to the game by a friend this summer and got hooked instantly. Currently, I own the Avenger and Merlin and am looking for a role and leaning towards a supporting one, something like a medical ship, maybe a Cutlass Red. I'm currently on episode 35, working my way to the current time. Don't know if I'm supposed to mention this here, but the volume of the pod is a little low compared to other podcasts. Not sure how to fix it. I I would just turn the volume up, but um, I don't know. That's just me. Uh, So for us, using an FM transmitter in the car, it becomes a bit fuzzy. Uh, regards, Simon, a.k.a. Phenom. Um, FM Transmitter. John, you're our technical guru. Help this gentleman out. What's going on? I think uh, what he, he's using is one of those auxiliary things that you plug into your device that transmits over FM, and then you tune into that station oh. on your radio in your car so you can listen to your device if you don't have like a built-in aux jack or Bluetooth. Um, oh, gotcha. So... I used to have one of these, and what happens is if the volume isn't high enough, you have to, if the volume, if you can't turn the volume on your device up high enough, then you have to turn up your radio, and you, you want to have your device as loud as possible, because if you turn up the radio, then it gets all fuzzy, because they really aren't that great. Um, so I don't know. I Maybe the podcast is a little low. I, it's really hard to tell honestly because there's no like base thing that says how loud something has to be you just kind of have to guess right so right well um uh we'll we'll try to speak loudly and clearly how's that sure (laughs) i think that's a really good idea we should absolutely do that new week account on you jimmy all right, Igloo joined us. He said, why, hello, guys. My journey starts way back in August of 2013 when I bought a digital mercenary pack. Wow. Nice. I had found Star Citizen through Reddit when the Kickstarter blew up and followed it until I felt I needed to jump on the space wagon. 
I had previously been playing around in EVE, but wanted something more personal than point and click, and I loved space and the idea of being able to do whatever I wanted. Plus, a huge simulated economy is just awesome. Currently, I have an Aurora LN, a 300i, and an Aurora ES in my hangar. But I plan on giving two ships, packages with characters, to two different friends and keeping the Aurora LN for myself. Hopefully, that means there might be two more people joining the, the corp. Oops, Eve. my Eve is showing. Uh, <laughs> I, guess he, I guess he meant org. Uh, but all that aside, I'm happy I found the podcast because it helps me catch up on my Star Citizen news and makes my hour commute a bit more bearable. Thanks, guys. And that's Mitch, a.k.a. Igloo, who was out last night. Thank you for uh, for the um, for the kind words and also for uh, coming out and playing with us. What uh, a that... generous man. Yes, absolutely. What a nice man. What a very nice man. He's a nice man. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> hope to meet a nicer man. Uh, Tripper Jim said, I would like to join your crew. I think of all the choices, this one seems the best option for someone who has to work and spend what little free time I get to have the fullest experience playing. Side note, I got a I've got a retaliator and a Mustang to add to the fray, so if anyone needs a party ship, I've got them covered. I'm not sure which of those two is actually the party ship. I'm going to say the retaliator. Did did it come with a party module? I don't know. We covered that last show. It was a <laughs> that would be a great module to have. The party module. I a like that. Party in a Mustang would be tight. Not much of a party. <laughs> That's well, hey, baby, parties in my Mustang. <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of party you're attending. That's true. And then Lucivar joined us, said, uh, Hello, those guys with ships. I am Lucivar Gleep. And he gives me a, a little uh, pronunciation guide here. He says, Gleep, it is pronounced Lucivar. My buddy pointed me to start Citizen about a year ago. I have an Aurora LN that I bought with my game package. And I've also got a Super Hornet that my buddy and brother bought me. What a nice buddy and brother. Uh, He scored there. I'm very undecided on what I'll want to focus on in-game, but I'm sure it will be more fun with friends and org mates. Amen. Question for the show. What, if any, guidelines do you guys each have for naming your ships in-game? No rules? Naming after your kids? Personally, I always overthink this kind of thing, going back to my AOL message board Star Wars simming days in high school. Ah, that's a good question. Um, I don't think we have any guidelines. I mean, it's like whatever floats your boat as long as it's yeah. not, you know, you, you wouldn't want to like, you know, name a ship like, you know, Jackson is a jerk or something. I mean, hey, that would, that hey, would be <laughs> hey, guy, hey, <laughs> hey, what do you mean by that? Um, I still haven't figured out what I'm naming my ships yet. Although I did, I will say after last week's discussion about backstory, um, just really quick, um, I locked in my backstory and I took John's advice into account too. Um, Because John, you had mentioned uh, one thing that you had said when we were talking about backstories was that you um, didn't want to create too much of a backstory because you wanted to play through, you know, like Squadron 42, like what what the game's backstory is. And um, it's funny because I took that to heart. And when um, I started the thread in the um, the Loreland forum on uh, versecast.org, um, I purposely wrote, fleshed out my backstory and stopped right as when, right when I joined the military so I could leave it wide open for whatever happens for Squadron 42. There you cool. go. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. 
And Gleep, why have you not posted there yet? I, it's me and Turd. Well, you cannot tell me. Actually, everybody out there that's listening to this podcast, you can't all tell me that Turd and I are the only two people that have given any thought to a backstory. Come on, guys. Don't make me feel like that much of a nerd. <laughs> no, I definitely have one. And uh, I think I mentioned earlier, I've been really busy. And my computer doesn't work. So be nice. Your computer um, works uh, fine. Uh, apparently it does, yeah. Otherwise, hey, you wouldn't be hearing this. I have names for mine, I think. Do you? Uh, my Hornet is probably the last Starfighter. Ooh, my... Okay. Um, my... What is it called? Whole B is uh, Planet Express. And my... Uh, Orion is Steve. Steve. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. I like that it. Is, you've totally got to skin it to look like Steve. Yeah. That would just be awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, 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 for my uh, Starliners, I definitely know they're going to be Laverne and Shirley and the rest of the ships I don't know yet. <laughs> Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Haas, and Pfeffer Cooperated. That's right. Da, 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 da. We're going to make it. Um so Lucivar, that was an excellent question. Thank you for that. And uh, sounds uh, forum worthy to me. Sounds like a like a thread post. Uh, what are you going to name your ships? Mm-hmm. Uh, Potentially, so. yes, I think so. Somebody ought to put that up there. Should All put that right. in. Uh, should put that in the uh, Loreland uh, forum because I'd like to see that get a little bit more activity. Yeah, there you go. All right. And uh, speaking of the website, we've had some new members join us last week. And I mentioned I got a, a, a message from our friend Razy over in uh, South Korea who said that Sabatu, who joined us last week, is a friend of his. Uh, he turned uh, uh, Sabatu on to us and uh, our organization. And so uh, thank you again, Razy. I think that's, uh, that's not the first uh, person that he has uh, sent our way. So we, uh, we appreciate uh, you spreading the word uh, about our group and uh, inviting uh, everybody to join because the more the merrier. Uh, also this week joining us, uh, Phnom Igloo. Um, I think the, the third one is, is, isn't that tradition that the third one Jimmy always pronounces? No, it's not. Nice try though. Uh, the last one is Lucivar. Who, um, <laughs> then, then there's the third one. Come Ooh. on, you can do it. You can do it. Ruidri. R-U-A-I-D-H-R-I. Please tell me that is not something like really obvious, like, you know, Golden Stallion or something that I just can't read the letters. Is my dyslexia kicking in? (laughs) Ruidri, probably. Ruidri. Yeah. Sounds good. Ruidri, yeah. Yeah, he's been pretty uh, active in the forums. He joined and then he just uh, went to town. Um and I'd like to remind people that we would love it if you uh, just uh, created a new thread in the introductions subforum so that we can uh, learn some more about you. And include a pronunciation of your name. <laughs> can, can I just say I've, I've mastered the art of this pronunciation conundrum. Basically, what I do is I keep my mouth shut and I egg Gleep on and watch him struggle, and then I wait for John to pronounce it, and then I repeat that and go, yeah, yeah, no, that sounds right. (laughs) It's a great system. Your naked cruelty will be rewarded in a future life. (laughs) And speaking of the emails, we got one this week from our good buddy Avi, Avi Physics. He said, hey, y'all, how about giving a shout-out for the base packages and the REC store when new citizens are asking for first ship recommendations? 
If someone isn't sure which of the flyable ships is right for them, why not start with a Mustang Alpha or Aurora, earn REC, and then try them all? They can still melt the starter ship or CCU it up when they find their dream ship. And that's, that's, these are wise words. I don't know why we didn't think of it, but um, I think it's an excellent plan. So anyone that is kind of on the fence about what to do as far as uh, getting a ship to join the game, just, you know, get one of the starter packages. I think that they used to show them on the, uh, on the front page. Uh, it just, is. Uh, it's just, just click fly now. Yeah. Fly now. Get one of those ships and then earn yourself some REC uh, a quick way to earn some REC, of course, is to subscribe. So I think for you know ten bucks a month, you can uh, get a whole, a whole uh, big bunch of um, of uh, uh, REC each month in your in your account. Um, or you know you know an easy way to, I I found to earn REC is uh, if you want, go ahead and uh, uh, get. Uh, is the uh, is the Mustang Alpha still available? Because you can the you can earn REC quicker, I think, in the Murray Cup because the the matches are so much shorter, and uh, you may not earn as much as you know making it all the way to Wave 18 and Vandal Swarm, but uh, you um, you know you can uh, I think earn it quicker just by um, uh, frequency of iteration. So well, the the Alpha is the base one, the the gamma, starter package. Gamma, it, gamma, gamma is that what I'm thinking of? Is the racing one? The Gamma is the racing one, right? Right. The Alpha's the starter package one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm happy anyway. they added that Fly Now button. It's really easy for people that don't know like how to get into the game. I feel like it was pretty complicated before. It's just, But now you just click that, and you choose between the two starter packs, and it comes with everything you need. Cool. Excellent. Um, so, uh, thank you, Avi, for that. Uh, we appreciate uh, all the emails to comms at versecast.org. Uh, please uh, send your questions, send your comments. Uh, we'll be happy to discuss them on the air. Uh, Jimmy, what is going on in the community from around the interverse? Well, we're running long, so I'm going to keep it short. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that th there's a lot of buzz, obviously, about Gamescom um, all over all the forums, uh, all over the hashtag uh, Star Citizen. So uh, to recap kind of what was going on this week in the hashtag uh, TGWS or those guys with ships. Uh, apparently, there is a young lady named Ashley who's writing a lovely new book, uh, That Girl with Scars, or TGWS. Um, sorry, Ashley. I can only say you must have been really bummed out when you came up with that hashtag and realized there was a whole entire community of gaming spaceship nerds that had already taken that <laughs> That uh, hashtag, you know. Uh, Ashley but, did not respond no, to my no. reply or anything uh, else. I was going to say, you're excited about the biography. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wonder what those guys would ship will be like. Yeah. No, TGWS. <laughs> right, TGWS, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what is it? Uh, SCF Moon uh, just, uh, just backed the uh, Bill Nye film on Kickstarter. I haven't had a chance to look at this. Did you guys go and check it out? I watched uh, the video. Is it like a biopic or like what is it? I can't tell. It it seems like it's a they're resurrecting the Bill Nye show, but I couldn't really tell. This hmm. isn't the Spock one, is it? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, that that would have something to do with Spock or Leonard Nimoy. This is about yeah. This Bill is about Nye. Bill Nye. I see. Hence I see the Bill Nye Kickstarter thing. 
Mm. <laughs> and uh, House Gleep uh, was on the cover of Time Magazine. Uh, hey, hey, check me out. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, Gleep is on the cover of Time Magazine. Go go check it out in the, th- in, uh, the uh, TGWS hashtag. It's okay. there. Yep, Gleep is, is on the cover of Time Magazine, and it's impressive. You know, so you don't need to, to wonder what I look like anymore. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Uh, Tovirus uh, went to uh, Cologne and posted just some happened. really great pictures. What do you mean, what just happened? Hello? 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 John? Lose John? Oh, no, I think we lost John. Oh my gosh, this has never happened before. Holy cow, what happened to John? Iowa must have gone missing. Iowa fell into the ocean. We thought wow. it was going to be California, but it was Iowa. Well, I guess should we just finish up since we're close? <laughs> and maybe maybe John will pop back in. He very well maybe Mike could. <laughs> wow. Well, um, yeah, Tavares uh, went to Germany, uh, to Cologne. Got some uh, great pictures and uh, had some what looked to be some beer. I wonder if there was some lemonade in it. Because apparently, apparently, the <laughs> uh, John's b- bouncing back and forth. So he's trying to get back in. I'm but here. Hey, John's hey. back. My internet dropped for a second. So you'll hear me say, what just happened? Yep. And then you went away. <laughs> So we didn't we didn't say anything mean about you during nope. those those few intervening seconds. Well, I'm going to listen to this show. Oh, totally. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> You'll have to do some editing. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying, Tavares uh went to uh, Cologne, went to the the Gamescom presentation. He posted some great pictures in the thread uh in the uh in the hashtag. And uh, I don't know, I saw him with uh, what looked to be a beer in his hand. Now, uh, from what I understand, and I know this from my wife because she went to Germany, uh, in German Germany, they put lemonade in the beer. You guys familiar with this? Mm, I've, I've done that in California. <laughs> I heard that's just like a thing they do in Germany. So if that's the case, Tavares, let me know if you had lemonade in your beer or not. I'd be curious. Um, so, you know, he had posted some pictures with, uh, he was with Ben, he was with Sandy, uh, he was with Chris. So he got some great shots. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Hydrocore, the answer is no, we will not be doing two four hour shows because of Gamescom. We did try and pare it down and the last show was an hour and some minutes. And I think this one will be an hour and some minutes. And, uh, the, one of the really cool things is apparently Umaroth made of those guys with ships, uh, t-shirt. Yes, it's very cool looking. Pretty cool, pretty cool. So, um, yeah, lots of uh, fun chatter going on over at the hashtag TGWS, so go check it out. And then uh, I just want to touch on something really quick, because I know we've talked about it early earlier on, but over in the Versecast Star Citizen forum, Avi Physics uh, posted uh, a thread basically asking, uh, has anyone unlocked the glaive? Now, I know that... Uh, a number of us have unlocked the glaive uh, for to rent with Wreck, but do we know if anybody actually is unlocked and and was able to purchase one of the thousand? Yeah, not not that I'm aware of. 
Yeah, I didn't see anything in the thread that indicated that someone actually purchased. So um, if anybody uh, from uh, the community actually purchased a glaive, uh, drop in on that thread and uh, let us know. Because I'd, I'd like to I'd actually like to see some screenshots from a hangar and, uh, you know, get a perspective from someone that actually owns the ship. But uh, yeah, so keeping it short, but that's basically all the things fit to print from around the universe. Yay. Um. Well, uh, so what do we got coming up, guys? I guess we're, we got a uh, next Sunday meetup. Um, uh, will be uh, the usual time, six o'clock uh, Pacific. Um, I don't think that we're expecting any releases of anything between now and then. So, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, things will be the Star Citizen gods will smile upon us, and uh, matchmaking and um, Vandal Swarm will uh, be uh, good experiences. How's that? Yes, sure. I hope they are good experiences. Work with me here. We're at an hour. We're damn near three hours. (laughs) All right. So here's a question. Um, The social module is scheduled to drop this month. What is your prediction date? Um, Today's the 10th. Uh Uh-huh. I predict social module August 4th. Ooh. Okay. John? Wait, what? <laughs> okay, well, we'll run this we'll run this one one more time. So, social module is going to drop the end of this month, according to Chris. We will have social module so the social mod before the before this month is over. So, what is your predicted date? Gleep is saying the fourth, so he's saying basically about a week after when Chris said it would drop. What's your predicted date? What month is it right now? August. But he said August 4th. Huh? I did. <laughs> no. He said September 4th. No, he said no, August. No, I said August 4th. Oh, for <laughs> Saint. Listen, I can't play these games by myself, people. Okay? If you're not going to play along, I'm just going to take my ball and go home. <laughs> um, I say... Uh, oh, man. I wanna I wanna do something. I wanna go out on a limb, but I don't I don't know. Uh, Not I'm that just, one. Not that one. I'm just it's got, gonna it's got a big crack in it. I'm just gonna say the twenty first. Okay, Gleep, do you you want to stay with the fourth of August? No, I'll I'll say the the final Friday. I I think it's gonna come out on a Friday. I think the the twenty eighth, the final okay. Friday of the month. I, I'm leaning towards the 28th as well. So John's got the twenty first, and we've got the twenty eighth. Let's see if any of us are right. Yes, but if it, it, but if it comes out a week ago, you know who won. Yeah, if it comes out a week ago, Doctor Who won. <laughs> Doctor Who always wins. Uh huh. Because he's clever, Marty. Yes. All right. Well, I think there's just just about enough of this. Um, so, how about we support Engine? They power our website. Please go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. That is e n j i n dot com. Support Ronald Jenkins. We've got a new song. It is called Magnetic Moment. It is the intro. It's the outro. It's from his 2012 album. What's it called? Days Away. It goes like Days this. Days Away. This magnetic moment when my... uh, 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 That's from your time, isn't it? (laughs) 
<laughs> your time. That was cruel. That was cruel. Uh, may, may, may you live long enough to have five just like you. Um, uh, <laughs> what? I, I had a, a, a teacher in elementary school tell me that. Said, I, I, hope, I hope you have five just like you. Wow. I don't think I don't think it was a compliment. <laughs> um so anyway, thank you, Ronald Jenkins, www.ronaldjenkins.com. Uh I'm Star Gleep. Check the show notes if you want to get a hold of me. I don't know why you would want to. I certainly don't. Uh Jimmy, please, where can the fine folks find you so we can get the hell out of here? Oh, on Twitter at Jimmy Croker, over at versecast.org and official RSI as Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. And by all means, please to forward with me the emails at Jimmy at Versecast.org. You can find me on Twitter and Steam and RSI and Versecast at the only Jonto. That's like uh Pronto only with the <laughs> T. Boo. <laughs> uh, you can email me at john at versecast.org. You can email the show at comms at versecast.org. You can join our Steam group at steamcommunity.com slash groups slash versecast or just search for versecast or those guys with ships. We should show up. Um, you can find other people playing Steam games on there. Um, Versecast.org is where you can go, and that's out of order. Uh, but we have all of the links for everything there, our organization, our Twitter. Um, make sure to use the hashtag TGWS when tweeting about uh, anything you think TGWS would be into. Um, we are those guys with ships. You can join our org at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash Versecast. We'd love to have you, and please review us on iTunes. We need more reviews. Just search for Versecast in iTunes. Even if you're not using an iDevice, um, it would still help us if you left us left us a review. Um, and Slacker people, you can leave us review as well. That's Slacker. That's the the other podcast thing, right? Sure. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. What he said. We we are on Slacker Radio, and that's you can leave know. reviews there. I think that's uh what Odin listens on. Oh, oh, cool. cool. Yeah. So stop uh, it. Stop stealing my thoughts, Gleep. Wait, what? He said, "Oh, cool." At the same time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had a patent on "Oh, cool." <laughs> no, it's just creepy that we said it at the same time and with the same inflection. Yeah. That was creepy. I feel mm-hmm. kind of, I feel weird. I can tell it's late because I hear crickets. Yeah, that's weird. I'm, that that was showing up uh, in last week's show. Any idea what that is? I think it's Jimmy. It's totally me. I have um, uh, crickets. It's insane, the, the crickets. Sometimes they wake me up. They're in, in the rafters in my room, and I freak out and try and kill them. <laughs> wow. You need to get Just- a lizard. We have lizards, and they're big and fat and juicy. My dogs eat them all the time. No, you need a lizard in your house, like a Komodo dragon, to <laughs> eat. <laughs> eat the dogs? Yeah, no. We need, a, we, need a, we need a full-time lizard, is that what you're saying? Yeah, to eat the crickets. Nice. I is don't that... know why she swallowed the fly. Mm-hmm. Poor old lady, I think she'll die. Okay, let's wrap it up, people. 
Until next time, then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been what we're calling our community podcast. See you guys. I'm tired. Very, very tired. Just want to go to sleep now. I'm not dead yet. I'm very badly burned, but I'm not dead yet. (laughs) Oh, stop being such a baby.